0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. Dad. Hey, hey Kim. How are
1: you? <laughs> Sorry?
0: How are you?
1: I'm very good. Just uh <laughs> getting geared up for a webinar this afternoon around personal branding and because I've never really well, in this incarnation of my career, I've never really worked in a big corporation and And so the other day, it kind of it it led me to a really interesting conversation with you around personal branding and how to build your personal brand in a corporation. Right. And this is something that you've built, you know, 30 years of your life. You've you know, I shouldn't say that, but you don't look that old. Yeah, (laughs) I am that old. (laughs) No, 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 no. Don't say that. But you but you literally you have you've built an amazing career. You know, you've created huge success for yourself and for the businesses that you work for. Right. So. I had to just ask you the question because because our publisher that we work with, who's putting on this webinar this afternoon, you know, they deal with uh, KPMG, Lidl, uh, banks, pharmaceuticals, engineering firms, like huge, huge businesses. And so I was kind of I was a little bit out of my depth. I'm not going to lie. So I thought, well, who who do I know who who is really knowledgeable about building a personal brand within a corporation and then taking that brand outside of the corporation? So. Because the first question that I I think people really need to know the answer to is, is it possible to have a successful career without developing an authentic, personalised brand?
0: So in my opinion, and it's purely my opinion, no, because we have a brand, whether we own it or not. And our brand is basically what do people say about us? So what are people's thoughts when they come up with your name? Uh, And as a leader, I promise you, Everyone has thoughts. Everybody is thinking about what they think you stand for, how they think you show up, how you lead. So I didn't realize it was personal brand. I'm still not 100 percent certain on it. Um, But I did realize um, for many years that I had to be me. I had to be who I was and take my whole self to work if I wanted to be able to lead effectively. And once I stopped trying to be something I wasn't, I spent a lot of years looking around at all these amazing, very well polished, very well pulled together corporate people and thinking, well, it's really not me. I mean, I spend most of my life like a hyperactive puppy dog. And I am probably just a little bit more high high energy than people really want. Um, But it is who I am. And I remember deciding that actually, do you know, I'm it was too hard to do the jobs that I wanted to do and to try and be something that I wasn't. So I was just going to start to be me and focus on doing the job and hope that I would be enough, Um, which probably fueled my imposter syndrome, (laughs) um, which we know I had for for a lot of years because it was like, but you know you're not enough. Why on earth would you take that as a ridiculous stance of where you're going to go? But what it taught me was that actually all my agenda ever was, because I think this is where sometimes we get ourselves muddled up is we think about our brands but actually often the challenge is our agenda so we might have a personal agenda which is to get promoted to be seen to be better than everybody else to whatever our personal agenda is Um, and I guess I made a career of not having a personal agenda and that was the feedback that I got for years was wow you really don't have a personal agenda do you my response, which was my genuine response was I'm not bright enough to have two agendas. My brain can't cope with that. So I'm paid to have the business's agenda. And therefore, that's going to be what I'm going to do my very best to achieve. As long as it aligns to my value set, as long as you're not asking me to do something that I don't agree with, then I'm going to deliver what you're paying me to deliver, because that's my job. That's what I'm here to do. But it wasn't until um, people started to see that actually you didn't step outside of that. I remember in one organisation actually having the board come and thank me for my approach, um, and I was like, "That's really interesting. Talk to me about it." I don't think I did anything unusual. And what had happened was um, this gentleman, I'd only been there a couple of weeks, had sent me an email to say that there was um, that my team had been. Um, selling to his clients and undermining their business and uh, that it was basically you know, horrendous and it was a it was a pandemic it was it was out of control I mean it was really that the language was quite um volatile and explosive so so I kind of responded back and just said um I'm really sorry to hear that um I think what would be better is if we sit down and have a conversation, let's understand what's going wrong, why it's happened and see if we can find a way forward. I would, however, like to point out that having looked at it, you appear to be talking about four sales in the last three months and we sell 30,000 products a day. So I'm not sure it's quite at the pandemic standards that you're talking about. However, it is still critical that we find a solution for the organisation. And then I took it offline and and went and had a conversation with them and we found a way through. But the reason that they were so thrilled was was like, you didn't get into an argument. You were clear on your point, but you were like, but let's find a solution. I was like, because we need a solution. There's little point me fighting um, somebody else who's in the organisation. We've got to instead say, are we here to deliver the same purpose, which is to achieve the company's goals? Yes, So we've got the same goal. All we need to do now is find a way to achieve it that allows us both to be successful and allows our people to be successful. And I don't want my people fighting with anybody. So the only way I can do that is to lead from the front and say, well, actually, when something doesn't go my way, instead of getting into a fight about it, I'm going to get into a conversation about it and find a solution. And I remember the feedback being, you know, you've always been exactly the same, but it wasn't until the pressure was really on. It wasn't until we, our numbers fell off a cliff and, and we were constantly in pressure in front of the board that we realized that you really are like this all of the time. This is how you operate. It's irrelevant of what happens. Your life just goes, okay, we'll, we'll deal right. with that. doesn't mean say things don't hurt, things don't hit you, but it's about saying, okay, it's not about We don't respond to what's happening. We respond to what we've made it mean. So it's noticing in that moment that the emotion's taking over and going, okay, step back, look at what's factually happening, and deal with the facts. You can look at the emotions later, but right now, what people need is for me to deal with the facts. And I guess that's why I've tried really hard. and People now say you know whenever they whenever they think of me they think of kindness and that seems to be my brand, which is what an amazing brand to have I would love 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 to think that I'd earned yeah. that, and I spend every day trying to make sure that I do earn that
1: so 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 basically it's a kind of accidental brand positioning that you've kind of done, and then you then you sort of then you sort of discovered that actually you would just authentically yourself. And then you learn how to kind of expand that, right? And grow and grow your relationships and your reach and just show up and kind of keep keep doing that, right?
0: Yeah, and share with people what's important to me, share with them my values. So, so my brand is me, but when you first meet people, how do they know who you are? That's why we build a personal brand is so that we can actually be telling people before they get to us, when they look at our LinkedIn or anything like that, this is who I am, this is what I stand for. This is what's important to me. Um, and our values and our purpose are personal to us. They are what's important to us. They are what make us tick. But when we share that, you know, we know research shows that 57 percent of people leave their boss, not the organization. So if we think of that as a leader, more than one in two people leave us. But the same goes the other way when they're looking about joining an organization, they look at the leader as well. Who are they? What do they stand for? What's their personal brand? What do people say about them? Because that is your brand, whether you like it or not. You can say, I'm not into brands. You've already got one. It's a bit like we say, well, I'm I'm not that worried about legacy. We're leaving one, whether we like it or not, we may as well own it and be proud of the one that it's delivering. So for me, that's why I started to really get into understanding a little bit more about this brand and saying, well, actually, I want to be in control of how I'm showing up in the world. I want to take accountability when I don't show up in the best way and I want to change that and I want to be able to apologise to it. But the only way people are going to get to know, like and trust me is if they get to know and then like and trust me. So you've got to be able to put out there to say, what do you stand for? what make, What is important to you? What's your purpose? And then people can choose whether or not they're in or they're out. And that's right. their choice.
1: Right. So so with with all the abundance of like these social platforms and like it, all this information available online. You know, how do we manage our digital footprint effectively without spending too much time on it in order to have like a less stressful day to day life? Because you're mega busy. You know, you're you, 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 you're you know, you're working in a number of different organizations. We're building a business together. You're coaching people. You're a full time parent. <coughs> Excuse me. So how, how, do you do, how do you do that and, and manage it without it, like, stressing you out, right?
0: That's a great question. And and sometimes I, I've i got it really badly wrong. <laughs> and I'll oh, bless you. Um. So sometimes I've got it really badly wrong and you panic and you think, well, I've got to be on everything all of the time. And one of the things that I've learned, particularly in the last uh, 18, 20 months, is to be more compassionate with myself and say, do you know what? Just like everybody else, you're doing the best that you can. And we're living in a world that's changing. So if I move this back to say, even a year ago, I would be really stressing right now at the fact that my little girl is currently sat downstairs drawing me a picture while we have this 10, 15 minute chat. Um, And she may well come in because I've said to her, do you know what? If you need mummy, mummy is right here. I'm in the next room. You just bob in and you see me. That's been a massive shift for me because I would have thought before, oh, that's not very professional. Now I think actually, people do business with people, and people understand that we've got all of those different opportunities and challenges, and it doesn't stop me doing my job. I'm very fortunate with the organisations that I work in. She's bobbed into a few meetings because do you know what? <laughs> that's what we're living with at the moment, with you know the varying um, options that are available for, for childcare. So people get used, yeah. You know, people get used to it. They don't mind. You know, she, she sat in a, a book launch not so long ago, completely dressed head to toe as Elsa. I mean, we've got tiara and everything. If you're going to go to a book launch, I mean, make, make a statement. Why not? Yes. Um, but actually, it was around those parts of saying, I can do both. What I can't do is do both of them whilst criticising myself for not being perfect because we're not perfect. And I've always known I wasn't perfect but I still strived to be it. Whereas now what I'm learning is to strive to be the best that I can be, to strive to be a better version of me yesterday, but to no longer hold myself to an unattainable desire to be perfect.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's fantastic. It, you know, so I know we kind of, you know, we could talk about this like hours and hours and hours, right? Cause I've been studying this for years and, and you have so much value to add here. Right. But like, how how do you how do you take control of your brand like uh, and, and actually start to to do it quickly without it like costing the earth because this is a you know this is a major issue I mean I you know I have a book I can give away to people there's a process they can follow for free right but like what other what other kind of things do you think people could so,
0: do so I've I've read your book and it's amazing and it's Thank packed you. full of really useful and really usable actionable steps and i think that's the piece it's about sometimes it's knowing where to start so i think finding something like that book or um looking on the internet uh, what are some actionable steps for me one of the things was to write down what's important to me so actually what do i want to what do i want to stand for what are my values i remember a boss saying to me many years ago the thing i live about you is um if something doesn't fit your value set, you'll take your bat and ball home, even if it's not your bat and ball, as i just resigned. <laughs> like, he said, just because you didn't like I was like, I can't work somewhere where it doesn't align to my values. I can't. Um, because it goes against everything that I believe in. Right. And I know that. I I know that I don't work well in that space. But it took me a long time until I found resources like yours to say, well, actually, there's a way of mapping this out, writing down first, these are my values, these are the things that I know, are either going to make me light up with joy, or make me fill with fire, if they're not achieved, you know, if they're not there. Um, I remember an ex-husband of mine saying he always used to prefer it if we argued Face to face rather than um, over the phone because at least he could see the flash of fire in my eyes before I controlled it and went okay, lovely. Let's see how this goes. Um, so I know that I know that there are some things where you know I I can't deal with. I don't like lack of trust. I don't like dishonesty. And um, whenever I see those, I know that they are going to hit my hot button.
1: Oh, you, and me <laughs> both. We we walk away as soon as if someone tells me one lie in the beginning of a relationship, right, or anywhere. First of all, I'll just walk away straight away. Yeah. If they give me any even a white lie, I'll just be like, hold on, you said you were talking to so and so and they don't even know who you are. Like that doesn't yeah. work for me. No, because it's got for me, it's got to be
0: built on it's got to be built on trust. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, if you get it wrong, you go out and you say, I'm really sorry I got it wrong, because I don't want to undermine the trust. I didn't do it purposefully. Um, doesn't mean to say we don't make those mistakes, but we own them. So I think, you know, knowing what those parts are and then saying, actually a bit like setting our goals. And I, I, you know, I guess we've talked a lot about goal setting. It's about what is it I'm trying to achieve and what is it I want to be known for? Having a goal about you and your brand and how you how you show up really helps. And thinking about how you align that, I mean, obviously mine now, it's, one of my businesses is my business so it is my business my brand but actually I'm very conscious that that is also true of the business we're building together and um, because that is us and, and our brand and it's a combination okay. of the two of us but also how I fit into the organizations that I'm working alongside or working within to say actually how do I make sure that my my brand stays aligned. So it doesn't shout at their brand at all, but actually that we complement each other. And it really has helped me define who I will work with and who I won't work with, um, because it needs to have that alignment. And as a coach or as a leader, you know, you want people to buy into you, to who you are, to how you're going to help them, to how you're going to show up And therefore, they're going to take that by looking at anything they can find about you. And they're going to predetermine what they feel about you, who they think you are. And that basically is your brand. Um, So if you don't like what people are saying about you, it's time to take that control. So I think getting either getting some free resources or actually, you know, for me, one of the beauties was sitting down and spending time with somebody who could just coach it out of me because it's very hard to determine who who you are. You know, I had a really bad um, self-image. So trying to work out who I was was <laughs> horrendous because I was just, I had no idea who I was or, or what I stood for. Um, and my view of my world was very different to everybody else's view. So one of the great tips somebody got me to, to do many years ago, and it really helped, was to go and ask four or five people that, Um, I knew and respected so friends family colleagues could they tell me the one or two things that they really admired about me and the one or two things where I got in my own way and it was such an eye-opening experience because I got back almost unanimously brave and fearless and I was like I don't really understand that (laughs) I live every day in fear I live every day in fear that someone's going to think Oh, my goodness. They put a hairdresser on the board. She shouldn't be there. She's not good enough. At the time, my imposter syndrome was raging out of control. And I had to go back to them and say, I'm really sorry. I don't get brave and fearless. You're going to have to explain to me because I don't understand. And I'm I'm really trying to understand so that I can help and I can improve myself. And they came back and they said, can you literally will up sticks and move? to an area where you know nobody, to do a job you're not even certain you can do, we would say that's brave and fearless. And I was like, that's interesting. I thought it was flighty and a little bit stupid. That's quite a wealth of difference, flighty and a little bit stupid, brave and fearless. Same activity, same actions were being taken, same results were being shown. But what a different viewpoint, what a different vantage point. And that's when I realized that actually, maybe I could just borrow their labels. Maybe if I swapped flight in a little bit stupid for brave and fearless, how would that change? It wouldn't change how I showed up because clearly I was already showing up, but it would change how I felt about myself in that showing up. So for me, getting that external view of the world, and I, I still regularly do it to just check in with myself um, allows me to better understand where I'm doing well and where I am not aligned to where I want to be, and gives me an opportunity to make those changes.
1: Yeah, well, Kim, you've been so generous with your time, and you know, go and go and play, and you know, do do whatever, right? Like, because I know, I know, Scarlett's kind of off, and um, it, it's it, it's been it's been absolute joy as always. And uh, thanks to everyone for watching. We're going to outline a load of resources around this, so uh, the link will be. Uh, brandinggrader.com but at the moment and also we're going to be putting some personal branding offerings into the Elite Coaches Club for coaches and executives and anyone else that really wants to expand what they're doing and really have an impact in the world so you know if if, if you click the link it isn't there yet it's not working yet well that's my fault I haven't quite done it I'm doing it in a minute and I've been trying to and I'm nearly there and it's (laughs) You know, one of these
0: and I feel where... your pain, my lovely, because we've been doing this morning. <laughs> um, and what I would say is good luck this afternoon. You are gonna nail it, my friend. Thank and if you. anybody gets a chance to to go along and look, it's gonna be an amazing webinar packed full of really actionable advice, really actionable steps, and it's all for
1: free. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Kim. It's been it's been fantastic. Thanks everyone. You are. Bye. Thanks for listening to Master Mindset. Please, don't forget to follow wherever you listen and tell your friends.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.